the wait is over. That's right. Season five of The Kardashians is here. Just when you thought life couldn't get any faster, they're punching it into overdrive. Chris, Courtney, Kim, Chloe, Kendall, and Kylie are back and continue to defy expectations in all their endeavors. So get ready to go behind the glitz and glamour of the most iconic family on television. The all-new season of The Kardashians premieres May 23rd, streaming on Hulu. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. Relationships are hard, and that's why I'm here. Hey friend, it's Cammie Crawford. Think of me as your big sister slash audible BFF that you can always trust to give you the real tea. This is my show, Relationship, the advice podcast that covers all relationship topics. Send your story to hello at relationshippod.com or DM me at relationship on IG and tune in for new episodes every Friday. Listen and follow Relationship with Cammie Crawford on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Is this thing on? I feel, oh my God. Okay. First of all, hello, hello. Welcome back to the podcast. It's your girl, Cammie. And it's been a long fucking time, guys. It has been so long that I literally showed up here today on a new fancy set thinking like, do I know what I'm doing? Like, do I, am I good at this? Like, is this something that I do? Relationship has been running for two years, but I have not recorded an episode in months, like in, in half of a year, I think. I don't even know when the last time was, except you guys do, because you have continuously blown up my DMs, comments, every single, I can't post on any platform without y'all being like, where the fuck are the episodes? Where are you? We need more relationship. And we're fucking back. We're back better than ever. I'm so, so excited. Your girl just needed a break. That's what had happened was I just needed a break. I needed to be able to get some other things under control. I have a lot of work shit going on. And not for nothing, podcasting is not easy. It's a lot of fucking work. And so I just needed to reset, you know, reclaim my time, reclaim my peace and get it popping again. And that's why we're here. So I'm so, so, so excited. I literally have so much to share. Like I have so much to talk about. I don't even know where to begin. Well, let's begin with there's been a lot of changes, obviously, a lot of new things happening in life. So much time has passed. We could, we got to catch up, besties. First and foremost, I don't know what's going on with these companies and what they're doing with the things that we love. Like, I feel like why ruin a good thing, you know, but a lot of these companies don't agree. Apple has changed the way that you download your podcasts. And like if you're subscribed or if you were subscribed to relationship a couple months ago, they did like some type of iOS update. You know, whenever iPhone tries to like send me an update, I always bypass it. I don't try to update my phone until I absolutely have to for this fucking reason. 
They now have it where if you were subscribed to a podcast before and you would like automatically get the podcast downloads that they did away with that. They've now paused your subscriptions to different podcasts for whatever reason. I, I really don't know why. I don't get it. I, I I can never comprehend it. But obviously, that's why I'm not Steve Jobs. I'm Cammie Crawford. I, I don't have a billion dollars. But I do have good sense. And I'm just like, why? Why are we doing this? All that to fucking say. You basically need to go back to relationship. It's a new year, new us. Okay. You have to go back to the relationship homepage on Apple. I think Spotify is still the same. I think, I think they've got shit covered, but you need to go back. You need to resubscribe so that you get all the downloads. It affects like my numbers and shit, but mostly like, I just feel like it's annoying for y'all because you're going to have to keep going back to the page every single Friday to see if there's new episodes. And that's just inconvenient. And we don't like that. We like easy, breezy, beautiful cover girl. So go back, resubscribe, and you'll get every episode every week. Now, you know me and my rising Virgo tendencies. I am hopefully <laughs> airing this episode on Valentine's Day if all goes well. But bitch, when I tell you life has been lifing, things have been crazy. Every day I'm checking like Farmer's Almanac to see if Mercury's in retrograde. And every single time they're like, no, something else must be ruining your life. And I'm like, oh, great. Thanks. That's amazing. Things have just been out of sorts. But things have also been great. Thank God. Thank God, you guys, that I paused on the podcast in 2023. Because 2023 had to have been, hands down, the worst year of my life. Worst year of my life. I'm not even being dramatic. I'm not even being dramatic. It was horrible. It was horrible. And I can only compare it to the other worst year of my life, which was my 25th year of life when I had my quarter century life crisis. That's the only thing I can compare it to. And if you've had a quarter century life crisis, you know that last year must have been shit for me if I'm comparing it to that. But I woke up on January 1st, 2024, and I said, I'm brand new. I'm brand new. Everything's new. Everything's great. I have changed. The world has changed. We are different. We're going to be different. We're going to be standing on fucking business and we're going to be controlling how we feel in life and not allowing outside factors to just drag us down. I just felt so weighed down. Can anybody relate? I just feel like life was just taking over and I just could not get a grasp. So I needed to take a pause so I could get a fucking grip. And I did that. So I'm very, very happy about that. So yeah, that was old news. Now we are in 2024. We are resubscribing to the podcast so that we get all those downloads. It is February 14th. We are. I'm just like manifesting. If you are not listening to this on February 14th, just pretend it's Valentine's Day because that was my goal. That was my intention was to relaunch the podcast on Valentine's Day because like it's relationship. It should be on Valentine's Day, right? And like my entire team is like, yeah, we could make it happen. But I think everyone's kind of like this bitch is fucking nuts. And I am. But hopefully we are here on Valentine's Day. So we will have an episode today and then we will have an episode on Friday because that's what I wanted. A double launch. So make sure you tune in on Friday, too. But I had to come back and just say hi and welcome back and welcome myself back and remind myself that, yeah, I am good at this. This is what the fuck I do. And this is why the fuck we're here. So very, very excited and happy about that. Okay, next thing, something that I know everybody has questions about, wants to know 
is also flooding my fucking DMs about my man, my man, my man. Where are we? What's the status? What's happening? Guys, if 2023 was shit, which it was, the one highlight and like beaming hope of light in my life was that man. He is the fucking best. I am so obsessed with him. We're so obsessed with each other. It's actually kind of insane, but we're doing so well and we're so happy. And I've, I've just never been happier in my life in a relationship ever. So that's the update on that. I'm still not sharing his motherfucking pictures, though. So you can forget it. <laughs> Every time I post like you guys know, I like my Wizard Kelly shots of him, like from the nose down. Um, but I recently shared the back of his head. So, you know, we, I feel like every single time I post a new angle or like a new body part, you guys are like new body part unlocked. And I think that's fucking hilarious, but I am so glad that at least the besties, like everyone who listens to this podcast respects and understands where I stand on posting him. I feel like you guys respect it. The fact that I haven't yet, just because like, I am so happy not having a relationship that is based around fucking social media. Like what we have is real and I don't have to manufacture moments. Like, have you ever, this happened to me recently. I was, I got a new phone because he got me a new phone for Christmas. Yes, period. He got me a phone, a diamond tennis bracelet, which is what I really wanted from Ring Concierge. And this giant Centaur candle that's like poured into concrete. It's insane. It's insane. He is a Taurus Venus. It really works for me. Um, but what the fuck was I talking about? It's <laughs> like going off on shit. Anyway, I was changing my phone to my new phone and I had a bunch of old pictures. I'm not somebody. Well, sometimes like after breakups, do y'all like go through your phone and delete every single picture and every single time? Like, I just don't. Once you're out of my mind and out of my life, you're out of my world. And so like pictures of you don't really affect me. But I had some old pictures in my phone of people from my past because iCloud, like get rid of anything from like 2016 and beyond. I don't need to see. And I was just like, wow, I feel like I had to obviously I wanted to delete and like purge those photos. But I was going through the photos, some of them, and I was like, wow. When I was with this, when I took this picture on this day and I was with this person, they had made me cry like five minutes before we took this picture. Or when I took this picture with this person, they had just texted another girl in front of me or something like, you know, like things come up. But then you take a picture with them and you make it seem like everything is great and everything's fine. And you're having the best time in the world. And then you post it. And that's the image because perception becomes reality. But it's not. Like it's, it's, it's not the reality. The reality is what you're actually dealing with. So I just find, I'm saying all that to say that I find that a lot of relationships that are posted on social media, like super heavily or document, I'm not saying everybody, but a lot of them, you don't know what the fuck is going on behind the scenes. Look at the, what's some McBrooms? I don't know anything about them, but I'm just saying. They just had this divorce and like he's on fucking TikTok crying and Snapchat being weird obviously very hurt. He lost the fucking woman of his life. Like, obviously he's hurt, but he's trying to pretend like he's not, but he's sleeping on a sleeping bag or some shit in somebody else's house. I don't know what's happening. I'm not spilling any tea because I don't know anything about them or their life. But 
they became known for having this huge family YouTube channel or whatever. And look, look at them. Look at their life. I'm just saying sometimes everything that glitters isn't fucking gold. And when you see these Instagram accounts or these TikToks, like I see people in the comments and people used to be in my comments being like, oh, my God, this is goals. This is what I want. Like, God, please send me this bitch. Y'all don't know what the fuck is going on in these people's lives. So please do not romanticize it. Do not romanticize it. What is real is what is off screen. And if you do document moments like we have me and my boyfriend have plenty of pictures. Don't get me wrong. We have pictures doing all kinds of shit. I don't feel a need anymore to post it for everyone else to feel the same joy that we're feeling because it's not for you. It's for us. And that's good enough for me. Anyways, all that being said, update, life update. We're moving in together. (gasps) I know. I'm like freaking the fuck out. I'm freaking the fuck out for multiple reasons. When I bought my place and I designed my closets, I designed them for me. Okay. I made my whole second bedroom closet a beauty room. It's just glam. It's just makeup and it's shoes. And I have to remove that. (laughs) I have to remove like a lot of it so I can make space for him. I'm trying to make space. I've been talking to my therapist about it. Kelly, we're still we're still here. Me and Kelly. Yeah, it's a little intimidating just because there is going to be a man in my house. I've never lived with anyone. I know a lot of people do. And like, especially if you live in like major metropolitan cities, which I guess L.A. is. If you live in like New York, people shack up all the time. But me, I have never I haven't lived with someone since college. So it's going to be a transition, although we spend every single waking moment together. But everybody will tell you, like, it's not the same as living with somebody. So I'm looking forward to the transition. But it's also like, bitch, when I move in, like when we live together, we're never going to not live together. Unless he turns into Austin McBroom and has to sleep on a sleeping bag in somebody's floor. Other than that, we're going to be together all the time. And that's kind of fucking crazy, but also very exciting. He's very clean and he cooks and I'm obsessed with him. Whenever I'm not with him, I want to be with him. So I feel like we'll be all right. We'll see. I'll check back in in a couple months. But that's going to happen in a few months, like in the spring, very soon. So I got to get this fucking closet shit together because it's not looking right right now at the present moment. It's not I'm not it's, it's not ready, but it will be. Child, tis the season. Allergy season, that is. I don't know about you, but I feel like every time I step outside of my door, as soon as I even, even if I crack a window open, I am hit with the pollen, the dander, the this, the that, all of the things that make me absolutely miserable and I need relief. But luckily for those of us who live with symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. And I don't have to suffer anymore because shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples because you know we need them, especially during times like this, okay? Unprecedented allergy times. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so that you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. 
Now, I have been reaching for Claritin D for as long as I can remember. It was actually the very first allergy pill that I had ever tried. And there's a reason for that. It really, really works and relieves your symptoms so quickly. As fast as you can even say the word pollen, Claritin D could work just as fast for you. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies at all? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch's sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee, plus 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com code odyssey. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Okay, next. Career-wise, y'all have seen everything. There's so much shit going on. I'm like doing a million things at once and I'm absolutely loving it. My team is growing, so that's exciting. More opportunities are presenting themselves to me. So I just feel very, very blessed in that area. That's not what the fuck we're here for. You'll see that on the gram. Perception is reality, right? You'll see it on the gram. It'll be great and amazing. Life things, like just woman things, I guess, or... Yeah, I'm thinking about freezing my eggs, which is like a big thing for me because I never considered it. I have been on birth control. I calculated it recently. I didn't realize how long I've been on birth control. I've been on birth control for 18 years, which is insane. So I am getting off birth control, not because I'm trying to get pregnant right away. I'm telling that to you and Jesus, because please, not right now. We just restarted the fucking podcast. I'm getting off birth control so that I can freeze my eggs. Potentially, I'm like in talk. I don't know why I'm saying potentially. I need to freeze my fucking eggs. <laughs> like, it's like your eggs are only as good as they are right now. Let me talk about this for a second. And I'm planning on doing a whole other episode about egg freezing and just like family planning in general and all that jazz. As women, especially, or like anyone who wants to have children, we don't have to necessarily think about that process and what that looks like until we are ready to do it, which is kind of insane. Like, I feel like as a little girl, I always grew up thinking like, oh, I'm going to grow up and I'm going to be a mom. But you don't realize how long that could take, the struggles that you could have in doing that, the career that you might have. Like, what the fuck do you know about your career when you're four years old? You don't know what you think you want to be fucking Britney Spears or like, I don't know what the kids these days want to be. Alex Earl. Like you don't think about who you're going to grow up to be and how busy you're going to be and what your life is going to look like. So with that, I feel like you grow up, you turn 20 something, you're in your early 20s, you're living your best life, you're drinking, fucking around, you're having fun. And then you're like, oh, okay, well, I guess like kids one day, like that's like years from now, but you're I feel like we're constantly protecting ourselves from having kids and being like, oh, my God, I hope I hope I get my period. I hope like I don't get pregnant. I hope blah, blah, blah. Or like taking plan B, whatever, you know, whatever floats your boat. I've never actually taken plan B, but whatever, whatever. Then you get to the point where you're like, oh, OK, kids are actually closer than I think. Maybe I should start planning for this. Then you go to the OBGYN and they're like, bitch, uh, 
your eggs are only as good as they were yesterday and today, but tomorrow they could be different. There's just so many added layers that you don't consider or have to think about. And I'm not saying that you should have to think about it, but now that I'm learning more about the egg freezing process, I feel like when I was in high school, like the graduation gift was like a nose job or a boob job. I think I'm going to give my kids egg freezing. I think egg freezing is the best graduation present that you could give to a high schooler or a college student because your eggs are only as good as they are back then. And that's obviously for people who want to have kids. But if you want to have kids, it's it's just crazy. And then a lot of it, I'm like, is this shit even real? Like, is this shit made up? Is it big pharma? I don't know. You know, I'm a Scorpio, so I'd be having conspiracy theories. But I feel like a lot of it is like ageist and just like weird because then like geriatric pregnancy now is like at 33. And it's like, what the fuck? That's crazy. <sighs> anyway, so as I'm learning more about the process, I will share more of that with you. Um, but for now, all I've done is go to a fertility clinic, which I did not also realize that there is a huge difference between your OBGYN and like a fertility specialist. Not the same. I also think I'm going to fire my OBGYN. I fired my OBGYN like two years ago and then I got a new one. I think I'm going to fire her too. No bedside manner. What the fuck is going on? Like you're in my pussy. I need you to be nice to me, please. Preferably be kind. And then I went to the fertility clinic, got an ultrasound and like the intravaginal ultrasound, which hurt a little bit. I was like, mm, okay, very intimate. And then the fertility specialist recommended that I get off birth control because you have to be off birth control for like three months and get like three full periods before we can start the egg freezing process. So that's fucking scary to me. I've been looking up a million TikToks about people who've gotten off birth control after like 10 plus years. And I'm definitely freaking the fuck out about that. He wanted me to get off literally like the day that we had the appointment. But I'm like, I got shit to do. I'm busy. Like, I'm I'm honestly scared that I'm just going to get off of it and have my period for the next like three years. I'm hoping that's not the case because I have painful cramps, as many of you know. But we'll see. I feel like, you know, I don't have a fucking choice, really. I feel like it's something that I have to do if I want to have the big family that my boyfriend and I want to have one day. And we have been doing the whole process together. And he's been so supportive so supportive. He's just the best. But yeah, we got plans. We want to have a lot of kids. So even if we were to have a kid tomorrow, that takes what, nine months, say the child turns like four and we're like, okay, we want to have our second one. By then I'm going to be like 35, 36. And like, then my eggs are only as good as they are right now at 31. At 36, I don't know what the fuck is going to happen. So like if I freeze them now, then I will have them for forever. So they say, I don't know. We'll see. I have a bunch of friends who got their eggs frozen and I'm like, okay. so when you freeze them, like, can you go and visit them? Is there like a live stream, which there is a live stream where you can watch your your embryo transfers, which I found out at the fertility clinic, which I thought was really interesting. But I'm like, I want to pop in and say hi to my kids. I mean, they're not kids yet if they're just eggs. But like, you know, because like, how do you know this is (laughs) the things that I think about? How do you know that the eggs like How do you know that they're saving your eggs? How do you know they don't just swap them out with somebody else? How do you know? If I can't see them or check in on them, how am I supposed to know that they're really there? I'm just saying, I'm sure it's happened in the past. I'm sure it's happened in the past. It's not going to happen to me, though, because I will soon. I think those were like my major, big, major updates. Still drinking matcha. 
still being a bad bitch, still telling it like it fucking is. Not much has changed on that front, but I want to see what's changing your lives because it's been so long since I've checked in. I feel like people have probably gotten in new relationships, gotten out of relationships, situationships. I don't know what the fuck's going on with y'all, but I'm excited to find out and I'm really excited that we're back. So let's get to some of your questions. Oh my God, guys. Wow. First day back at school. Okay. Let's see. This first one says, well, I'm going to keep you anonymous, boo. Hi, Cammy. I just wanted to start off by saying I love your podcast so, so much. Thank you, boo. I'm 24 years old right now. And in my 24 years of living, I have never been in an actual relationship. It's always for hookups. Lately, I have been feeling like it's the time for me to settle down. But at the same time, I'm scared to settle down because looking at some people, they are not faithful to their partners at all. So I'm scared that I will fall into that kind of trap. What kind of advice would you give a girl that's new to a relationship to look out for in a partner? Whoo! Well, let me tell you something. You cannot predict anyone's behavior or actions or what have you. You will meet people that you think are absolutely incredible and trustworthy and people that you would never fucking guess or think for a second that they would skip out on you or cheat on you or play with you or anything, anything negative. And this is why I always say you can't say my man would never because these men be nevering every day. (laughs) They never all the time. They love to never. It's like their favorite pastime. Women's favorite pastime is jumping to conclusions. Men's favorite pastime is nevering. So never say never. Because you just never fucking know what they will do. And that, I mean, I feel like that's people just in general. You can't really predict what people are going to do. But you can arm yourself with certain things to make sure that you're paying attention and looking out for those red flags. My mom has always taught me that the things that you see now are the things that will continue. So when you meet somebody, like, yes, people evolve and they change. But like a lot of the big ticket items about people where you're like, oh, is kind of fucked up or like, oh, you're kind of shady or you're kind of vain or you're kind of you kind of have a wandering eye. A lot of that shit does not change. So I feel like you have to pay attention. I think a lot of times when we're dating, we overlook the things that people do. I can only speak for myself when I say that, like. Well, I, I mean, it, it works for everybody, but like in my relationship, There were things that my boyfriend and I had to talk about when we first started dating, when we first decided we were going to be serious. There were things that we had to talk about to make sure that we were on the same page about things. And both of us were receptive to what the other person was saying. I think you only can go off of where you've been. So like if in past relationships, you've been able to do one thing, but in your new relationship, your new partner is not comfortable with that. It takes adjusting and you're going to need your new partner to tell you like, hey, I don't like this or this doesn't vibe with me or like I would prefer if you did things this way next time and communicate about that and then go from there. And if the person is receptive and listens and acknowledges your feelings and respects what you're saying, that's a green flag. That's where you're like, oh, okay, like I can speak to this person. I can tell them how I'm feeling and they know to never do that thing again. That's the kind of person that you want to be with. Somebody who is like, okay, like I'm listening to you, listening and learning, and I'm going to follow suit because that's what's going to 
make this the most healthiest relationship possible. I'm not saying that you want to be with somebody who's constantly telling you what to do. And like, if it's something that is silly or like clearly there being like a jealous person, like, oh, I don't want you to wear leggings or I don't want you to talk to your friends. Like, no, that's like abuse. So like, we don't want that. But if it's like, you know, I would prefer if you don't talk to your male best friend after like 11 p.m. on the phone for like three hours. OK, like <laughs> those are changes that we could make, like things, things that we could do. Or maybe you're like somebody who really values quality time and you're like, hey, I want to carve out this amount of time per week that we can spend real time together with no TV or no you know, distractions, no phones. And the person is like, OK, like I can get down with that. That's the type of person that you want to be with. And then, of course, you know, the blaring, the blaring red flags. Pay attention. Pay close attention to that. But don't be. First of all, I need to just fucking go back for a second because you're 24. And you think it's time for you to settle down? No, it's time for you to ramp it up. It's time for you to go outside. It's time for you to enjoy your fucking life. Who says you have to be settled down 24? I didn't say that. I definitely didn't say that. I'm not even with the person that I was with at 24. What? Like, you don't you don't have to you don't have to settle down. You need to figure out what you like and what you don't like and. Write it all down and date around and see see what's out there. You don't need to settle down. I'm very much about finding your partner later on in life when you have evolved and know exactly what it is that you want, because it takes a minute to try to figure that out. You have to date a few people before you can see or just like learn from other people's experiences. So you know exactly what you will and won't accept and what works for you. So no pressure, please calm down. You're okay. It's all right. You got time. Trust me. But if you just want to see what it's like to be in a relationship, then maybe you need to change some things around. If you've been mostly hooking up with people for the past how many years and you want something to progress with somebody, I don't know how soon you're hooking up, but maybe delay it so that they can really get to know you and like value you and fall in love with you as a person. And then who knows, it could blossom blossom into a relationship, but you have to give it some space, give it some space to breathe, you know, and give yourself some time. All right. The next one. How do you leave a relationship that you know is not right for you, even though there's a lot of love there? In the words of Tina Turner, what's love got to do with it? I'm sorry. Love is great. Love is beautiful. Love is patient. Love is kind. All that. Um, but if you're not happy, why does it matter? Like, who cares? If you're not happy, why why stay in it? It doesn't make any sense, does it? Like, there's a lot of love that you can have for things, people. I love ice cream. Ice cream don't love me back. So I can't have it because I'm lactose intolerant. Like, you know what I mean? You can't hold on to things because there's love there if you're not feeling it, if you don't feel attached to it, if you don't feel like you're growing within it. Like, you have to feel that. That's very fucking important. <laughs> <laughs> for for the longevity of the, the the relationship, for your life, for your overall happiness and well-being. I think a lot of times we stay in relationships because there's love or there was love or like there's potential. Can't build 
a relationship, a long standing relationship off of potential and like what was. You can only go with what is happening now and what is persistent now. And that's not to say like in relationships in life, there's always going to be ups and downs. There's always going to be ebbs and flows. Most long relationships. I mean, Michelle Obama said that she didn't like Barack for 10 years of their marriage. 10 years is a long time to not like somebody. I don't know that I could withstand. I think five. Mm, oh, no, I might have to give you three, three years. I don't like you. I have to go. <laughs> I have to go. But that's the difference between Michelle and I. Michelle saw the fucking vision. Michelle was so intentional. She saw the fucking vision. She said, he's going to be the president of the United States and I'm going to be the first lady. And she had goals and ambition that I do not possess. Unfortunately, I'm just I'm just I don't like the feeling when you are over somebody and every single thing that they do pisses you off the way they breathe, the way they chew them existing, the blood flowing through their veins. You're like, fuck you. Literally, I never want to see you again. I don't even want to hear the sound of you breathing near me. Yes, I'm speaking from experience. <laughs> Those feelings are not okay, not just for you because it stresses you out and raises your cortisol, which I need to talk about gut health um, next. Because <laughs> cortisol, gut health, it all goes together. Don't let me get distracted. It's not good for you, but it's also not good for the other person because the other person whether or not they're a piece of shit, whatever, deserves to be with somebody who like enjoys their presence. And when you get to the point where you don't even enjoy the person being around you, you're in a danger zone because arguments start popping up faster. Shit just starts going awry. Like you don't need that in your life. You don't deserve that in your life. And I just think it's unfair a lot of times in relationships to stick around with people that you know you're not attracted to, you don't fuck with. Like it, it just... It's a breeding ground for disaster. So pray you avoid it. Okay. Leave that alone. All right. Obviously, we've got a lot of time together moving forward. So we're going to get to more of your questions and getting more advice from myself and my guests and everybody on the show. You guys know the fucking drill. You know how this goes. Nothing is changing as far as the structure of relationships. Okay. We are still very much the same. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. But I need to go back to my life updates because this one is a new one and it has changed my fucking life and I have to share it with you. I have talked about before my gut health journey issues. I don't know if I've actually talked about it on the podcast because I don't know if it was happening when we were recording the old episodes, but I, first of all, found this naturopathic gut health doctor. He's absolutely incredible. And I had to run like a bunch of tests on my stomach and just like I had this extreme bloating. I was fucked up, y'all. Fucked up. Bad. Down bad. It was, it's been a journey. Major fatigue, like exhaustion exhaustion, bloating with whatever I would eat. It didn't matter what it was. It could be a fucking piece of lettuce. My stomach was going to go bloop. And I would look like I was literally seven months pregnant. Never been pregnant. So that was not on brand for me. And just overall feeling like shit. My mental health was in the fucking gutter. Like it was just because guess what? Your gut is your second brain. That's why they say trust your gut because your gut is your second brain. They don't say trust your brain, do they? No, they don't your brain is a little wackadoo if you're like me but your gut she will lead you in the right direction so I go to this doctor I went I did like a parasite test no parasite thank god but I did test positive for SIBO which is small intestinal bacterial overgrowth it is a fucking bitch it's the worst it's the nastiest little fucking critter on the face of the earth that and an E. coli overgrowth in my gut I don't know where that came from can't speak on that but those were the things that were fucking me up so I had to get on antibiotics I had to do like a whole thing and after that I experienced a lot of relief I've been on supplements that I have to like literally take a supplement every time I eat something now because my gut lining is so withered down that she can't withstand a lot so like I've had to cut gluten completely so she's gluten free and now if I even try gluten bitch it's a it's like a three-day process to even feel back to normal. Like, it's not okay. So we've cut the gluten, limiting dairy, like really cutting back. And also just trying to cut down on like high hormonal foods, whatever the fuck that is. Such LA shit. I don't know what the fuck is going on, but it has been helping me. All that being said, that has been a process that's been going on since like the summer, I think, of last year. Um, we're now in January. And recently, like I've been working out a lot. I've been going to solid core. I'm a Pilates girl now. Also working out with six, obviously that hasn't fucking changed. But I had this like feeling in my stomach that felt like every time I would move, it was like I had a balloon in my stomach. Just like the worst bloating feeling, but it wasn't just bloat. It was like, I know I have to shit. And this is relationship. So we can talk about this. I knew I had to shit, but I couldn't. I couldn't. I don't know if I was constipated. I don't know what the fuck was going on. So what did I do? I got a colonic for the first time. Life changing activity. 
life-changing activity. I had the best experience. I went to someone that was so lovely. Putting the tube on my butt was, yeah, <laughs> it was a moment. I didn't have to do it myself, though. She helped me, which was tremendous. It helped so much because there was no fucking way that I was going to be able to do that myself. It was so intimidating. The thing was like this thick. It was like, it was like, it was like, well, this is a podcast, but you know, you're looking at me. If you're looking at me, it was this thick. If you're listening to me, it was like two inches wide and two inches wide and like six inches long. I don't know. Listen, I'm not. I don't know if you guys have had experience there. I have not. I have not had any experience in the back door area with that kind of thing. This, a finger, fine. That, no. So I was intimidated, but it went just fine. It was fine. It just like, whoop, that was it. And for the next like 45 minutes, child, there were some unsavory things that came out of there. But when I tell you I literally felt my stomach go, like it deflated, it was the best feeling. Best feeling. And I'm going back. Going back on Saturday, I am so excited because I feel like that is what I needed just to like feel good. And I haven't like just felt good in my body in a while, but I've been working out and I feel strong, but like I haven't felt good because I know that I have whatever has been holding on in my gut. Did you know that your colon is as tall as you are? Your colon is as tall as you are. And because of that, a lot of shit gets trapped and I'm not, that's no pun intended. A lot of shit gets trapped up in there. So it could be years worth, years worth, she said, of shit backed up. And I'm not saying that you should go just like anywhere to get a colonic done because I know that there are some places that aren't good or like they can actually cause you more harm. But if you are feeling like you have to shit and you haven't been able to for a long time, highly recommend Highly recommend. They just flush water. It's just water. They flush in and out of you. I think it's like 40 liters of water. It was a lot. And I don't know if you're squeamish, but this is how she described it to me. So if it doesn't work for you, hit the fast forward 15 seconds button or 30. She said like in the beginning, because in the beginning is playtime. First like 20 minutes was playtime. There was not really anything coming out of there. She calls it broth. <laughs> when it first came out, she was like, it's just broth right now. I want beef stew. She gagged me. <laughs> she gagged me. I was like, oh my God. But then when it happened, I knew exactly what the fuck she was talking about. There was beef stew. There was. We were cooking up in there. First, you feel like water. It's like it doesn't feel like anything. You just feel like water going in and out. But once you really get into it, like 20, 30 minutes in for some people, because everybody's different, you start to feel a cramp. She said it was like a diarrhea cramp. This is like very relationship of me. This is very on brand. She said it was like a diarrhea cramp. I thought of it as like a period cramp, like a bad cramp that you have to like breathe through, like where you're like. <sighs> so I did that. She like massaged my stomach and then you just feel this release. Well, you really feel like you're going to shit yourself. And I thought I was going to shit myself multiple times. But she was like, you're not going to shit yourself. I was like, the tube's going to fly out. I'm going to shit myself. She was like, just hold on and then release. Wow. Incredible feeling. Amazing. 10 out of 10. Highly recommend. So, yeah, that's what's going on in my life. What's going on in yours? <laughs> like forever changed by my colonic experience. And I just want everyone to feel that way. I did recommend a friend to go and she went right after me and she texted me like 
bitch in all capital letters because she also had an incredible experience. If you try it, let me know. But definitely go to like a highly rated. I went to like a five star rated place. Don't just go anywhere to get somebody to shove something up your ass and put water up in there. That's not what I'm recommending. You can do that for free at home with your situation chip. Okay. Well, that's it for me, guys. <laughs> it's been absolutely lovely catching up with you. And I just can't wait to keep making this podcast. It really, really is one of my favorite things to do. I absolutely love you guys. And I'm just so happy that you've stuck through with me and you've waited this long and you have continued to keep following and engaging with all the content. Like, I can't thank you enough. I'm so excited to be here again. And I love you all. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. You can catch a new episode of Relationship every single Friday. Make sure you hit that follow button so you don't miss any of the action. And I want to hear from you. So please, if you love the show, leave us a review. But by review, you know I only need five stars only. And let us know what you think. Make sure you follow us on socials at Relationship on Instagram and at Relationship Pod on Twitter. And I'll talk to you next week. Bye, bestie. Please note.